You're listening to the Saturday Breezeway Show. A woman was shamed for refusing to pay $150 for a group dinner when she only spent $25. She wants to know if she's in the wrong. Her name is Arian Shross, and she shared her experience attending a group dinner without discussing how the bill would be split before they got to the dinner. The incident happened a few years ago, and she was a single mom then, and she was invited to a friend's birthday dinner at a Brazilian-style steakhouse. She wanted to pay for her pal's meal as it was her birthday and found a buy-one-get-one-free coupon for the restaurant. Strauss and her friend each ordered a $50 entree, but she later complained about her chewy filet mignon, which was taken off the bill. After the waiter removed her meal, Strauss expected her share of the bill to come to $25. However, when the final bill came to the table, the group expected her to pay $150 to cover those who did the dine and dash. She refused to pay the amount and conceded to paying $50, but she only had $48 in her bank account and $10 in cash, which she planned to leave as a tip. Charles was forced to write a check to her friend, who was definitely irritated about the ordeal. Strauss warns viewers to only go to group dinners after talking about how the bill will be split and their budget if they're all going to split the bill evenly. Some viewers suggested that split bills are unfair and that separating bills is better. Others said that Strauss was in the wrong for going out to dinner with so little money to her name. (laughs) In a follow-up video, she admitted being reckless and claimed to be more responsible with her money now. This is just wrong on so many levels. First of all, if you're a single mom on a very tight budget, I don't care how good the steaks are at that Brazilian steakhouse run. You can't afford it. I know you had to buy one, get one free. So I'm not understanding how they think you should share the bill with people who just ate and left. Um, Choice of friends, spending money that you don't have is crazy. So um, I don't think the real issue is uh, about the bill. I mean, if you invite people to go out, most people are going to think it's on you. But if it's kind of like a group thing, everybody should pay their share. Um, I just typically don't like these type of um, get-togethers because of situations like this. Coming up on the e-polls, Judge Judy shares her secret to her successful long marriage. Coming up. <laughs> that would be interesting. Turn it, turn it up. You're listening to the Saturday Breezeway Show on J947. Judge Judy Shineland, the star of Judy Justice, has been married to her husband, Jerry Shineland, for almost five decades. In an interview, she revealed that the secret to their successful marriage is not spending 24 hours together. Wait a minute. If they've been married five decades, how old is she? She also mentioned that she still likes to look at Jerry when he enters the room, which is a key to keeping their love alive. Okay. The couple got married in 1977 and have five children from their previous marriages. She's older than what I thought, because if she's been married to somebody else and have children, that's a, whoa, probably about hitting 100. Although they divorced in 1990, they were married the following year. Judy previously shared that maintaining a good 
Physique is what keeps the spark alive between them. She believes that staying fit is important to age gracefully and not give up. She also joked that Jerry loves himself desperately and doesn't need to be told more than once to take care of himself. In the book, What Makes a Marriage Last, 40 celebrated couples share with us the secrets to happy life. Judy revealed that Jerry was hesitant about getting married for the second time. Judy had to persuade him by giving him an ultimatum. Show her the divorce papers or never call again. Jerry eventually agreed and they got married. Oh, that doesn't sound like love. Okay. It sounds like forced love. <laughs> but the third season of Judy Justice is currently streaming on Prime Video and Amazon Freebie. New episodes are released every weekday until April 5th. We're live every Saturday at 3 Eastern Standard Time. Stay tuned. The Saturday Breezeway on Jane 94.7. Moving on to the Am I the Idiot segment. Am I the idiot for spoiling the fun at a dinner set up by my mom to celebrate my husband's and mine anniversary? Probably so, but we have to see if they got the same. Yesterday was my wedding anniversary. My mom wanted to treat me and my husband, so we went to a restaurant. My sister and her young son also joined in. We adults had a few drinks and were laughing and having lots of fun. Then the topic started of how I was secretly dating my husband before our marriage and how my mom found out. She had told me that she saw changes in my behavior and suspected I was dating someone. <laughs> but yesterday she mentioned she read a love note. I had written what she read. I do not recall writing any love note to my husband during our dating period. We would majorly communicate on WhatsApp. My husband started teasing my mom that she was reading my private messages and my mom kept quiet and kept smiling. Initially, I thought they were just joking, but it soon dawned on me that my mom really read my private messages. I felt very hurt, betrayed, and shocked. I was also irritated that my husband thought it was funny that my mom used to read my messages. I didn't find it funny at all. It it upset me. We had finished dinner and paid the bill by then, so I ended the evening and made a move to leave. I was upset with my mom for reading my private messages and with my husband for thinking it is funny. My husband says I am overreacting for something that happened years ago. My mom sent an apology message later. Now I feel like I ruined the fun for everyone. Am I the idiot? Yes. This is the easiest one ever. I mean, so what? You have to know that people, it's just like writing in in a diary. Yes, it's good. And it, you know, allows you to, you know, express yourself. But at the same time, you have to understand that somebody could get a hold of that diary and use it in the wrong manner or just know your um, inner thoughts that maybe you don't want other people to know. So, um, you know, and the other thing is, it was years ago. Who cares? I mean, that's what parents do. We sneak on and pry. We shouldn't, but we do look at what the kids do. Part of being overprotective. I, I think that you're partially the idiot because um, 
it's probably not the place to start bringing this up is at a dinner when you're trying to celebrate your anniversary. <laughs> and then, well, I feel like you could have, even though it upset you, you could have held through until at least a dinner was over to bring this back up again and start saying how you felt upset about it. And just enjoy the moment because the reason you're here is for the anniversary. Wasn't to get mad over reading private messages. And if you didn't have nothing to hide, why are you so upset? So why is she a partial idiot? You should have just left it alone until you left or could get somewhere to um discuss that with your mom and discuss it separately between the two. Well, that sounds like a full idiot, not a half an idiot. <laughs> You're kind of in between good and bad. The overreacting, not able to control yourself and your emotions. I mean, really, and here people here gathered together to celebrate your wedding anniversary. But we have to remember that it was set up by the mom. And she was sad and she apologized. But, I mean, so what? She, clearly, she loves her husband, her son-in-law. So, you know, I just, I just, so what? She must have said some really um, inappropriate things for her to be mad several years, several years later by her mom listening. Coming up, a woman gets a baked potato as a Christmas bonus, and they what? say that she'll also have to pay $15 for Coming up right after this. You're listening to the Saturday Breezeway Show on America's number one national hit music station. A woman gets baked potato as a Christmas bonus, and she said that her company said that she'll have to pay $15 for she also says that the potato is an improvement on the 30-minute WebEx session with the bosses that she received last year as a bonus. Hmm. So this woman shared online that she received a baked potato as a Christmas bonus from her employer and has to pay for it. This is a part of the um, workplace event called Secret Santa where gifts are given. <laughs> when do you you pay for gifts? Uh, you know, that means you bought it for yourself, so you were able to select it. But this is, you know, this is crazy. Shocking people. She wrote on social media that the potato is valued at $15 and will be taxed on their next paycheck. Even though many advised her to start a fight, she declined as she needed the job. She also shared a photo of the baked potatoes she received. So keep in mind, this potato is already baked. She couldn't even get to choose what she wanted to do with the potato. So already baked. Last year, the hospital gave a 30-minute WebEx session with the hospital's leadership as a gift. And the woman's post garnered various reactions, with some sharing similar experiences with workplace gifts. Um... She has to work like at a potato farm because I'm I'm trying to figure out who in the world gives a potato a baked potato as a gift. Uh, that is a snack, maybe, maybe, and then you're gonna get taxed on it. You gotta be kidding me! I just I don't know. I don't even know how this is legal. Well, I'm not gonna dive into that part, but I will say this. Um, you need to start looking for another job and they need to stop giving out gifts because they're not good at it. 
Yeah, that's not something they could have. Well, hopefully he can get um, another great job before you have to receive another potato as your Christmas gift. Well, maybe she'll get butter and sour cream. The Saturday Breezeway Show, J947, America's number one national hit music station.